Today is episode number 262 on Renell's Food for Thought Pod Radio Cast. Today is January the 8th, 2023. Brothers and sisters, I wanted to talk a little bit on the false prophet. Pretty much a part two of the false prophet. Brothers and sisters, when you look at these false prophets, understand a false prophet doesn't always mean we're talking about the Bible. A false prophet could be anything that's sitting up there dictating and trying to be a person of knowledge, which is fine. But when your knowledge is not for good and your knowledge is for evil and you go against the word of God, doesn't mean that you're talking about a pastor, a minister, or a deacon, or whoever may be a title in a church, or a rabbi, or an imam. The thing about it is, the false prophets are taking over. And that's pretty much what it is. Why? Because people are not really going about checking out what people say. They just go by listening to what people say. And that's going to be the detrimental of religion as we know it, as long as this type of behavior continues. See, in the Bible and the Torah, scripture is scripture. Scripture never changes. And anytime somebody goes against scripture, you have to be very careful because when they're going against scripture and they're not telling you the actual, you know, the actual truth, well, it'd be like I say, some, uh, a so-called official in a church or someone who's on the street, just talking. You have to be very careful in listening to these people. That's why you have to show yourself approved by going out there and listening for yourself. Going out there and researching for yourself. Because to just listen and not do any research and believe that what's being said is true, you have lost the ball game already. The false prophet is everywhere. Teachers in schools are teaching false information. They're not prophets, but they can be uh, be perceived as a prophet in a school. If that's how you want to look at it. Because like I say, it doesn't really have to be in a church. Nowadays, you hear people and they're just talking and they're not telling you anything that's true. But when you start talking about a false prophet in a church, if you have a pastor and he's afraid to speak out on issues that are against God, homosexuality, adultery, fornication, theft, you know, when you're afraid to speak out on those type of issues, some are easier to speak on than others. When it comes to homosexuality, a lot of pastors won't say too much, especially if they have a lot of homosexuals in their church. They will pretty much try to cover up by saying, well, People have other kind of ways in dealing with 
homosexuality. Some true men of God are straightforward and won't deviate from the Bible, the book, the uh, Quran, the Torah, whatever. But you have some who will dance around the question. I was watching a, uh, uh, a video with uh, T.D. Jakes. And T.D. Jakes wasn't trying to say nothing bad against homosexuality. He was dancing around the question. And T.D. Jakes has been around for what? Three or four decades? Or whatever he's been around? He's been around a long time. And if you're still dancing around the fact that a homosexual is against God, then basically you probably need to step down. Not to say anything bad, but at one point T.D. Jakes was a strong man in the word. He's still a strong man in the word. It just depends on what that word is. See, that's the thing. It just depends on what that word is. If that word is supposed to be outside of homosexuality, oh man, he'll get down for you. But if the question of homosexuality is brought up, here come the dancing. But he's not the only one. Because see, these mega churches, they have big followings. And a lot of these churches, their members are homosexuals. Their members work in the church. Choir director, usually somewhere in that uh, field, the singing, the entertainment part. And if that's the lifestyle you choose to live of homosexuality, being in a church, there's nothing wrong with that. But that's up to the church. If this is the image you want to bring, you, you're showing that it's okay because you're letting some. When you're working in the house of the Lord or the house of God, however you want to put it, there's certain things that you can't be doing, even in your own personal life, and not working on getting rid of that particular sin, let's say. If you want to continue to have a homosexual lifestyle, you can come to church. You just can't work in a church. You know, you pay your tithes. Nothing wrong with paying your tithes, giving your offerings, whatever. But when a lot of your congregants can't say uh, half, I won't even say, but when you have a lot, not so as if there were half, but just a lot, period. You're, you're not going to try to condemn them or even embarrass them by even speaking on it. If you speak on it and you say something against homosexuality, you say it so quick that basically, bam, it's gone. But see, a false prophet will always dance around and he will never go to the really tough question. And when you're talking about the church, you're talking about what? You're talking about fornication. You're talking about adultery. And you're talking about homosexuality. And when you're dealing with that, you tiptoe around a little bit. Why? Because, of course, not all. We always have to say that. But you do have so-called leaders in the community 
that do tip around with the members of the church. Sad to say, but it's true. They can say one thing. They, you, you're starting to see a lot of movies being made, especially uh, black movies, pastors, how they tip around in the church, mess around with the, the sisters, the male pastors messing around with the sisters. You see a lot of this going on. See, it's not so much hidden once upon a time. Things used to be discreet. They're not as discreet as they used to be. In some ways they are, especially if you're sleeping around with a brother's wife in the church and you the pastor, but you're saying, oh, I'm counseling her. I'm giving her spiritual guidance. Be careful of the spiritual guidance that you hear a lot of. You got a lot of false prophets are there for one thing, gain, money, fame, and whatever kind of gain. They're not there for the people. They're there for their own benefit. And the black church, surely but surely, hey, you like that? Surely but surely, is starting to be exposed even more so. A lot of these big time churches, people are starting to really start to look at. They're starting to look at the finances of these churches. Because a lot of these mega churches, brothers and sisters, they're making a lot of money. But you're not getting fed the truth. You're getting fed what they want to tell you to keep you on your seat. You know, so you, you know how that ed, of that movie, uh, when you're watching a, a, a movie and, and they keep you on your edge and something's about to happen, then it cut to commercial. Because they want to make sure you're still going to be there. And then when it comes back, then you get whatever the conclusion of that episode was supposed to be in the church. I got to keep dancing around, dancing around and dancing around because he got to keep you coming back. I got to keep you believing. I got to keep you with paying your tithes and your offering because the church survives on tithes and offerings, special offerings, certain type of funds like the building fund, the bake sales, you know, selling dinners and all that kind of stuff. And then you go, you do this for years and years and you see no progress. When I was in the church, my pastor, and his wife, we had, uh, we sold dinners, but you could see the progress that was made. The pastor never was afraid to let the church know where we were in the building fund savings, how close we were to getting a building. But these pastors nowadays, you're, say, you're spending money and giving to the church, but you're not receiving the benefit. Years and years go by and you're still in the same old predicament. Then it's like they want you to add more and more money because, oh, we're, we're, we're not reaching our goal. These are messages I had to put out because these are messages, part one and part two. God's business, his business, because you have so many people who are taking advantage of the black community, especially when it comes to religion. And it's very sad. And people just won't call these people out, you know, because in their mind, it's, it's against God. You see, that's because they haven't been uh, taught properly, let's say. Everything is not always 
God written by saying that every time some pastor or minister comes out their mouth well I'm sorry every word that comes out their mouth God ain't sanctioned that like when you hear uh, pastors say well Creflo Dollar for, for, for instance oh God said I should have a 65 million dollar plane a 65 million dollar plane. God said you should have a 65 million dollar plane. See, if you if you smart, common sense would tell you that's a lie. You got people in the world. Hell, he got people in his own state, homeless, without. But God sanctions for him to have a 65 million dollar plane. This was a couple of years ago. Wow. You know, how could you say that? Listen to the sermons on uh, on YouTube. Listen to the words come out of his mouth. These are not my words. These are words coming out of this man's mouth. God wants me to be blessed. It's always about money with him. With the old dollar. God wants me to be blessed. No, shouldn't God want the church to be blessed? But see, people fall in love with their pastor. They don't fall in love with the word. They fall in love with the pastor. That's why church is such big business because you could fool black folks. Just put a just put a uh, uh, put a cross around your neck and go out and say something in the Bible. But the devil knows the Bible too. The devil uses the Bible each and every day. He uses the Bible each and every day, even in these churches that you sit upon. It's the same with these Christians. You got to be very careful. You call yourself a Christian. Jesus never called himself a Christian. Just a title. Uh, Christianity is just a title. Because Jesus never called himself a Christian. And you look at these sisters and these brothers and sisters. And they claim, you know, they're, they're saved. And it's like, but you're fornicating. But you're saved. You try to preach to somebody else, false prophet. You try to preach to somebody else about bringing them into your church. You live with your girlfriend. You live with your boyfriend. And you guys are not doing what the books say. You know, isn't that one of the commandments? But beware of the false prophet because they're there, and they're in your family, and they part of your they they part of your circle. You just don't know it. Then again, you do know it, but you won't speak against it because I guess if it's okay for somebody to be in a church and fornicate and you fornicate and you're not in a church, it's like, ah, who cares? You know, that, that old attitude, ah, who really cares? I don't care. And that may be true. You may not care, but keep the titles off of your name. Don't be a hypocrite and a false prophet all in one. But then again, a lot of them go always be hypocrites, false prophets all in one. The church used to be a sacred institution where you could go for some help, real help, not having the pastor hit on you, not having the sisters, you, you, you know, uh, 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 with the legs all cocked open in the church for on the front row. Many pastors, many pastors have taught that one. Sisters sit on the front row with their legs cocked open with no panties while the pastor's up there preaching. The devil. 
pastors. Oh man, you know they don't say nothing. You 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 don't if you can't say something about it. If you're not gonna say something about that service, you should say something about the next service, and you should be very blunt. But see, you can't be blunt when say you a pastor and you see a sister sitting up there and she opens up her legs and she has no panties on and you looking, but you act like you're not looking, but you're looking and you say nothing about it. This service, next service, service after that. Why? Because you're thinking of maybe you're going to hit that one day. So why would you say something? False prophets, they're there. And they don't want to speak out on real issues that should be spoke out, especially when it comes to the church or hell, when it comes to the world. False prophets. The message is not being heard the way the message should be heard. A lot of pastors won't speak on these on these issues. Why? Money. I always remember, brothers and sisters, it's always about money. It ain't the word, it's about money. My lifestyle. Damn, man, what happens? My lifestyle. See, this is the thing, brothers and sisters, I want you to understand. I'm going to say this and then I'm going to conclude. You can go back and listen to part one, then you can follow with part two. But this is a message for you brothers and sisters to be mindful of. There was a, a pastor and he was in charge of the A, I believe it was the, no, he was a bishop. They were looking for someone to handle their retirement fund. It was like $126 million. Yeah, it was $126 million that was in this AME uh, retirement fund for the AME pastors. You know, when they retire, you know, there's money there for them was put away. Now they trusted this bishop who was part of the AME. They trusted him. Now here's a man had no record of ever. He was a, he was a man, a uh, so-called man of God. He had no record. You could go check it out on Roland Martin. It, it, it was uh it was uh what, about three four months ago. It's right there. I bet in. Just type in AME uh, AME uh, what is it uh, scam or whatever. Well, anyway. Their records are out there. These are public records. These are nothing that's, uh, um, I'm telling. These are just things that are out there. Well, anyway, the pastor had, uh, I'm sorry, the bishop. He's a bishop, you know, head guy. You know, one of these big type uh, titles, you know, I always speak on titles. Anyway, he was supposed to be in charge of this $126 million retirement fund for these, bishop, these bishops and elders, whatnot. So here's a man who has no history of dealing with money especially that type of money. Nothing in his background talked about finances. Well, anyway, this brother made some bad investments. Because see, when you are new, people coming out the woodworks with all kinds of ideas you don't know, and people have that silver tongue, the devil's tongue, sounds good, so you go for it. Come to find out, this bishop yeah, he's a black man. Lost $90 million of that $126 million. They went to his office. You know, they started an investigation. Went to his office with nothing in his office. And to this day, as far as I know, they still have not 
found this guy. And the companies that he was so-called investing this $90 million into either didn't exist or went out of business. My thoughts on that, when I heard it, and I put out a video and some other things about it. One, this man probably took that money and went somewhere or he took his cut. More than likely, he took his cut. He dealt in some bad companies. He got a cut and he retired early somewhere that no one knows. Then again, as of this day, he could be, he could have been caught or he could have just showed up somewhere out of nowhere. But the thing about it is, be very careful when you're dealing with these prophets or people who you think or perceive them as prophets. But yeah, uh, 126 million and then he lost. Cause it's like these bishops had to take a 70% hit in their retirement. You know, you thinking you're getting a full retirement. Now it's like down to 30%. $90 million is a lot of money. Because see, it goes unnoticed until people start to get ready to retire and then you start looking in the books or you want your 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 annual reports or however they, they, they do their money, I don't know. And things don't start showing up properly. And then the man's in charge, you want to know, hey man, what's going on? But that's what happens when you elect people who you believe just because they're nice. You believe that because he's a bishop in the organization and he's a nice guy with a spotless uh, with, a, with a, a spotless record things don't happen things happen you just have to be aware of them trust they trusted and they lost because even if they did find this man even if he popped up that 90 million dollars is gone it's gone it don't matter if he popped up or not your money gone and you ain't getting it back. See, false prophets. Got to be very careful. Oh yeah, I call him a false prophet. You preaching the word of God and you do something you do something stupid like that. You don't go to people and start telling them, hey man, I made a mistake. You know, I, I invested with this company and this, this company apparently, whatever. When you can't come out and you so-called have a title that's supposed to be representing God Almighty, our Father, Lord Jesus Christ, and you can't come out and speak up on it, you need to drop your title because you're not a man of uh, of God. You are a false prophet. That's how I see it. That's what I believe. Be careful of the false prophets because they all don't sit in the church. Trust and believe that. People that you listen to, that you believe is your prophet, your savior, your leader. Be careful. This is your brother saying out. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. For part two of God's business is business. False prophets, brothers and sisters. Always remember that. Be careful when dealing with these false prophets. Peace out.